Welcome to the PSBS as the Place Bull Session Podcast. I am your host, Cote, PSN Bio Boys. My host here is Andrew Renus, double is. Yes. And now we're on episode, we gotta headline it. Yeah, 47. 47. I think that's right. Yeah, 47. And we got some cool announcements to make about the podcast. A very big one, I think. Very big one, very big, helpful thing for our listeners and all that. Um, convenience sake and uh, just accessibility yes so yeah the psbs is now uh, officially available on itunes every single episode is up yep uh, even including this one that you're going to listen to and if you of course because you're listening to it possibly on itunes yes uh we're gonna do the typical thing of asking for the ratings pretty soon so we can get some ratings on there yeah, that's uh, nice. which i think matters a little bit, at least. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not like we're going to chart, but, I mean, we'll at least have something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, well, like I said, we are on iTunes. All the old episodes are there. Future episodes will be there. Um, yes, all future episodes will be there. If you want to search it up, search up PlayStation Bull Session Podcast. It should show up. Um, mm-hmm. And we need to say that, um, yeah, we're like I said, we're on iTunes, and we're on iTunes through um, dayspace.com. Yes, under uh, his umbrella of shows. So basically, uh, kind of whenever you look at the, not artists, I guess like company or whatever, kind of just like name that you tap on, uh, it'll also show all the other shows that are on there as well. Which includes Living Room Clutter and uh, Character Crunch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're uh, the music games. We'll talk about a little bit of music games today, but they kind of got that spectrum covered for what happened on that front this week. Yes, because uh, uh, we won't dwell on that too much because we have a lot. Yeah, we have a lot to uh, talk about news-wise and all that this week. Let's see if we can get through it all because it really is a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of neat stuff this week. Um, a couple of. Uh, kind of PSA thing, so it's not too much to talk about just to let you know, hey, this is happening, you know? But, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. So, yeah. Speaking of that, let's let you know what's up. So, starting today, um, t- well, today's Thursday, we're recording. Um, because mm-hmm. this might be up Thursday night, so you might be listening to it today, but you probably listen to it on Friday. So, starting today, Thursday, if you listen to it, it's up. But the Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 open beta starts today. That's neat. That's open. Um, now, did they, the first one ever have a beta? Mm, well, I don't know. On PlayStation, oh, I don't okay. know. Oh, well, no. It, it did not have oh, one on PlayStation. PlayStation it came later. That's right. It yeah, came later. So there was not one on PlayStation. No. I don't know yeah. about Xbox. I, thought game came, I forgot that silly, time exclusive Microsoft's pulling. Yeah, it's weird. But um, yeah, open beta starts this day. It goes throughout the weekend. You can play it. Check it out. Um, yeah, I play Garden Warfare 1 a lot. Had a lot of fun. Garden Warfare 2 looks so good like just all they're adding to it yeah i mean it looks the same well i mean yeah it looks the same but like they're adding a lot to it though like there's a lot more like a lot of new character classes new um loadouts and stuff they have added um zombie to garden ops which is a big requested feature of the first one that i really wanted uh, there's a whole offline playing mode where it kind of adds bots and everything and the game will be full 60 dollars yeah see that's the one problem i have with the game so far is that it, they're charging, yeah, they're charging six dollars for it, which is weird because of two things. One, the first Garden Warfare did not launch at six dollars. The first one launched at forty dollars. Um, most know, people probably looked at the success of the first one. They're like, hey, <laughs> well, I mean, if there's a lot more content to it. I guess it could justify okay. it. And I mean, most people got it for free anyway because you know, EA did that free 
promo yes, thing. Yes, they for did. It. That's for a short period of time. I mean, if some people didn't have a PlayStation Network account at the time for some reason, or maybe or new. But I'm sure for a lot of people that got it for free, you know, they got it for free. Yeah, they got it for free, and you know, plus it's been on discount a lot. Maybe not on PlayStation Store, but like just like retail. Like, oh, I know there were times where like it was eight dollars and all that. Yeah, so you could have got, got it for cheap. So you have so, a lot of chances. So it's one of those things where I probably didn't pay a whole lot for the first one. So it's kind of like more of those things where like you either didn't pay for the first one, or you got it really cheap, and you're just like, yeah, I like this. So when you look at the new one, you're kind of like, yeah, it's sixty, but hey, I didn't pay full price for the first one. So you kind of feel a little like okay, like paying full price for the second one, you know? Yeah. Um, and then another cool thing is that like all your unlock stuff from the first game carries over into the second game. So like your character customizing gear and all that carries over. Oh, which is really neat. Cause that was something they always tease with call of duty. Like, Oh, can my character carry over from game to game? You know, and it never ends up happening. Or like, well, I mean the closest they've ever done to something like that is like where they would like show your prestiges from like previous games. Uh, which game did that? Modern Warfare 3 uh, did that, but like it wasn't any of your characters or stuff like that. I don't know, as much as, as, much as this statement's going to make people mad, I mean, every multiplayer Call of Duty game is kind of different. I mean, I don't think each one would kind of carry on to itself, so I don't think that would really work, but that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll check out the beta this weekend, mm-hmm. see, see if I like it, like it any bit. Yeah. Let's see. But yeah, there's that. So I get to check that out this weekend. Um, see what else. I also got in the news. Um, oh, we got a release date for a game. Yes, I I need to know when things are available. Yes, when things are available. Uh, Homefront: The Revolution has an official release date of May 17th, releasing on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, that's uh, great! I'm really excited. For Homefront. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually excited for this game because oh, yeah. Homefront. Yeah, because Homefront's that weird game. Like, if you don't remember, yeah, if you don't remember Homefront, Homefront was this game that came out a couple years back through THQ before they went under. Um, and the thing about Homefront was a game where like you're in America, and then like what was it? It was like a fictitious country that invades. Probably it's Korea. Was Korea? But don't they call it something else? But you're like, oh, it's Korea. But like they call it something else. I don't know. Uh, not that I remember. Okay, it might have just been straight up Korea. I might be thinking the Red Dawn movie because in the movie they didn't say Korea, but like it was heavily implied, but they never actually said it. You know. Well, I hope you're not ever like thinking of the Homefront movie. Yeah, the Homefront movie—that's <laughs> something completely different. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> just kidding. Well, right. I mean, you know, it was North Korea. Yeah, North Korea invades and they take over, and you're like fighting back the resistance. So basically, it's like Red Dawn the game, Homefront. Um, yeah, but like, you know, I mean, at least in my opinion, Homefront was a little bit of a mess, the first one, but like, it had a lot, it had a lot of potential. Yeah, that was the thing about it, yeah, like, that I was getting at, is like, yeah, it had a lot of potential, it had a great story, plot, like, like, or potential for a good story, is what I should say. Exactly. Um, and just potential for a good well, game. I mean, it, was, it was okay, I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but I, I, where I dwelled at was like, the generic gameplay. Yeah, it definitely had potential to be a good game, and it just fell flat, and it was weird, because like, this game was like, hugely hyped and promoted like there was just like posters all over GameStop and like ads and stuff for it everywhere like this was a this was thing was hyped up and then it just fell flat on its face and um Crytek- oh, well, I see the uh, South North Korea was removed in some advertising in the game in certain countries of the game well, there you go. that's what I'm thinking of but um 
Yeah, and now there's new ones developed by Crytek being published by Deep uh, Silver. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to, and it's coming out. Um, it's coming out, like I said, we said May 17th. And what's well, cool about I mean, this game that's not... By, it, it's not developed by Crytek anymore. Oh, it's not? Remember, it's by Damn Buster Studios. Well, what happened to Crytek? I forget. I mean, there were, lay- there were significant layoffs at Crytek. Well, they did some development of it, right? Yeah, I mean, they kind of like they laid the foundation for it at least, and you know, they had that ver- they had the vertical they named it that vertical slice that you saw uh, a couple years back. Um, but um, um, Dan Buster Studios is pretty newly formed. I mean, they just formed last year. Um, they're a subsidi- uh, subsidiary of Crytek. Okay, because that's what I was thinking. Like, because I know something happened with Crytek, but I thought like. Yeah, they were going under, but that's what Deep Silver did was kind of like give them the money to finish. Yes, yeah, they did. Okay, so they're kind of sort of, but oh, I'm excited! Yeah, this is gonna be great. Yeah, it looks really good because what's what's happening with this game? It's not. It's kind of like the Mirror's Edge thing, where like it's not a sequel, but they're just like rebooting it because it's just one of those things they want to make it better, and the only way to do that is to kind of like reboot it, basically. Because you know, there's so much potential there for even. I mean, yeah, sure, maybe the first one people liked, but like it, it could even be more than that. Yeah, I mean, uh, what we saw like in the gameplay and just what they've said, it kind of looks like Far Cry in the sense that's like it's a first-person shooter, but there's a lot of like exploring and like finding stuff and openness to it. You know? Yeah, uh, a non-linear, like a non-linear uh, thing. Yeah, so it looks really great, and then it's got uh, it says it's got here four-player co-op. I mean, it's open world. It's open world. Mm-hmm. A four-player co-op. So it's like Far Cry. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Even more people. Well, yeah, but, but uh, 100% more. 100% more, yeah. 100% more than Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, uh, tidbit, uh, Far Cry Primal doesn't have any multiplayer. No multiplayer. Yeah, no multiplayer in Far Cry Primal. They're mm-hmm. focusing on the single-player experience. Not even co-op? Nope. Nope. Yeah, that's a little unfortunate, uh, but... I really, I mean, I like the uh, the uh, co-op of Far Cry Four. It was a little limiting. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't like the like. Oh, if you stray too far from your buddy, you you get teleported. That's a little stupid. Like it felt like you were daisy chained around. Like you were on a chain, and you can only go so far from each other. Uh, I hated that a little bit. It, it, it kind of, but I mean, the times that you know me and you played, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you would want to stay together anyways, so you know maybe that criticism isn't valid. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the co-op. But yeah, Primal, you're going to be all by yourself. And I guess that back then you don't really make friends. <laughs> but you got to hunt in. So in they're packs, really keep, they're really keeping you to the time period. No, but you hunt in packs. Like like it's Primal. You're in a tribe. <laughs> you, you think there'd be at least co-op in there? Nope. 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 Unfortunately, no. Nope. Uh, that's Ubisoft. Don't 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 be, talk to me. <laughs> okay. But uh. But yeah, speaking of games not having multiplayer, oh. yeah, uh, Guerrilla Games uh, kind of said in an interview somewhat recently, uh, talking about how like Zero Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, did not have multiplayer at all in it. Mm, okay, which is interesting because I mean this whole game is a very interesting project because it's coming from Guerrilla. These guys are known for Killzone, the big, dark, heavy uh, first-person shooter. You know? Yeah, and you know they they've had their sights on online for a while. I mean, they worked a lot on Killzone <laughs> online, so I, I mean it makes sense. I never imagined Horizon Zero Dawn with a bunch of other people around you with their names above their heads kind of game. 
You never really imagined that. Mm-hmm. I mean, me. And then he goes on, but then he go, but then he here goes from our thing from last week. So he uh, he goes on to compare it to The Witcher Three. Ah, uh, the, the, the is it gonna get the Witcher feel? Yeah, that Witcher feel. The yeah, Witcher he's comparing feel. it. Yeah, he goes on to compare the game to Witcher Three in the sense that it is a uh, action RPG with a single player experience that with its rich story and you want to focus on the main character and they don't want it to be distracted by multiplayer elements. Hmm. Okay, so. Uh, you're just telling me that it's just basically, well, I mean, Dragon Age has multiplayer, but yeah. technically, uh, yeah. if anybody cared. Um, uh, I mean, you know, that's something that I'm not dwelling on too much. Uh, I mean, I don't imagine the game being too much like Witcher 3 because, I mean, Witcher 3 just came out last year and Horizon Zero Dawn has been in development for a long time. So, I mean, yeah. well, he didn't so specifically can- say. Like the gameplay of like Witcher Three, he just said like. I guess they're just like, talking about how it's focused, like Witcher Three, yeah, like, like a focused, uh, open world, like single player experience. Then no yeah, then it's like Witcher or Fallout Four. Yeah. Not not similar in terms of like how the game is, just similar in terms of focus. Yeah. I suppose I mean Fallout doesn't contain any multiplayer. And, uh, Witcher doesn't contain any multiplayer. Yeah. But they have the focus story and stuff. And that's neat. You know, I like that these kind of developers are like realizing now that they don't need to force multiplayer in. Because we went through that big trend. Oh, of like, it was like what? Put, uh, when we were in the 2011 to 2013 era of yeah, like. Everything attacked on multiplayer. You know, yeah. Tomb Raider well, attacked actually, on well, I would say 2010 to 2013. I mean, we remember it all started, you know, with uh, Dead Space 2. Well, oh, yeah, Dead Space 2 had attacked on multiplayer. Tomb Raider attacked on multiplayer. Uh, Mass Effect yeah, Three, oh Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, it's like all the I mean, games. Well, you know, like, I mean, Dead Space Three was Dead Space Two was the culprit. Dead Space Two was twenty eleven. So yeah, I would say yeah, twenty thirteen was when you had games like coming really attacked on multiplayer. Um, people were fans of Mass uh, Effect Two, so I won't like neglect neglect that one entirely, but. Uh, um, overall, it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of these multiplayer weren't bad. It's just you know they were made because there was like some quota to reach. Like, hey, we need multiplayer in this. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I fully agree with that. Um, but I don't know. That's just the way it's been. Yeah. And I mean, uh, now lately they've kind of switched over, and now we're seeing more games like just not have multiplayer. You know, like we just said, mm-hmm. um, Horizon Zero Dawn is not going to have multiplayer. Um, you know, Rise of Tomb Raider didn't have multiplayer. Um, we wondered for like the longest time that from the Second Son, for instance, was going to have multiplayer, but it didn't. It didn't exactly. Yeah, which is good. I mean, yeah, Sucker Punch put out a statement about that. You know, at one point, yeah, uh, multiplayer. So. But we'll see about our next game, which I'm very anxious to know about too. <laughs> That's just Sucker Punches, by the way. Just. But we'll see what that game is going to be. Oh, I'm so excited about it. I, I hope we know about it this year. Like E3 or something like that. What Sucker Punch is working on. I hope. Like at least something. Well, yeah. I mean, supposedly the game is currently in a playable state. So. Oh, well, yeah. It was like a little like, you know, God knows what that could have been. You know, just like a little like, you know, tests or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's playable. But like, who knows what. It's a little 8-bit it's, thing was- to like abstract <laughs> what you're going for. <laughs> That'd be pretty 
early, early I tech demo. Imagine like maybe like Shu came over to that studio and just like maybe just played like a very just wired version, you know, just stuff like where environment's not even finished. It's all blocky. Yeah, I mean that's playable, but like it's not like anywhere near finished. <laughs> not but, in the corner, the little asterisk in the corner, not not representative of final product. That too. Did you have like just a bunch of numbers and like the refresh and uh, frame rate and all that stuff? It's just very. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's been in development for at least a while now. Uh, it's been two. Wait. Uh, second time was twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Early twenty fourteen. It was supposed to be the PlayStation Four launch, but it got delayed. I mean, didn't really get delayed. I mean, it was just you know we didn't yeah, know the just- date. It was a thing where they never really said, you know, kind of like Uncharted. And they never really said. They kind of wanted that, but they never really said it, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, back in the box of the original PlayStation 4, you know, you had, like, Watch Dogs, uh, Infamous Second Son, Knack, and Killzone. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think they were really... I mean, they were probably wanting uh, Infamous Second Son to be a launch game, but they gave him more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it paid off. I mean, if it's like a sun, it's a good, it's a good game. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, don't want people to hate on that game. I mean, yes, the story is very as streamlined and basic as you can get, but in terms of gameplay, it's, it's the best in the series. Yeah, really smooth but experience. In terms of story, no, absolutely not. I mean, for people out there that feel bad, if you haven't played Infamous Two yet, you owe it to yourself to play Infamous Two. Like, oh my god. They put out that infamous That's, remaster. Oh, that would, that would be, I would so, like, I would actually, like, plot the infamous one for once. Like, I have a plot the, And, it, like, I'd like to go back to infamous one. I mean, sure, I mean, maybe has an age well, probably not, but. <laughs> and the voice actor <laughs> different. Yeah, the voice actor's difference. Need to, like, see that. Um, it's still probably really fun to, like, zip around and play around in that. Um, I don't know. That game would really need a graphical upgrade. Mm <laughs> I mean, gotta love that in-game lip-syncing. <laughs> I'll never forget that one. Yeah, because I could, I could see them doing that. Because, I mean, yeah, yeah whatever they're working on, I don't think it's infamous. I think it's something new, Sucker, what Sucker Punch is working on. But I can still see them putting out, like, an infamous collection thing next year since the Uncharted one's doing well. Yeah. Put out an infamous one where it comes with infamous one, two, and then uh, Festival of Blood for PS4. Yeah, but... It- no, I mean, just give blue point. I mean, now would it be any huge graphical improvements? Probably not. It'd just be really up res and just like looking really sharp. But I think it'd be great. Yeah, I'll play them again. I, I feel that time almost. Um, Infamous two, not so much, but Infamous one. I feel like you know. Uh, I mean, Infamous two was twenty eleven. No. So okay. you know, it's it's still pretty recent. I mean, Maybe give it a little bit more time, yeah. Uh, with the amount of time that you're saying right now, if this was to maybe be a thing, uh, yeah. then it would feel appropriate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be down for that. Down for that. Sounds good. To- yeah. yeah, you can play it. Yeah. You can play it while waiting for this next game that's coming out in a very long time from now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, next news, my next news item. Psychonauts uh, 2 has officially been funded. Yeah. Yeah, through its... Uh, kickstarting, fundraise, whatever. Uh, it's been but funded. I'm, I'm, I'll put a side note here. Yes, it's been funded, but I'm also very excited for people to actually now stop putting up with double fine shit and I'm doing this every time. 
Yeah, because they're they're about as fed up as we are. Because yeah, it was really funny because it's not like we influence people's uh, thoughts, but like it's now coming to people about that. Yeah, uh, that why do you need this every single game? Should be a little worried about your company if you have to keep doing this. Yeah, uh, but sorry, that's just a little side. Like, yeah, now I'm starting to see like down there in the comments that people are saying that not in spite of hate, but in spite of like actual you know criticism or yeah. double fine and. I'm going to be honest, you know, like, I'm not, I'm very wary. Like, I'm probably not, I'm, I am probably going to wait for their future remasters to start coming out. I'm not really in a rush to play those anymore. Like, I mean, yeah, Full Final is going to be neat, but I'm going to wait. I'm very, I'm a little on Double Fine for a little bit right now, as yeah, great as the games are. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we talked about this a few episodes back. Yeah, we talked about that in length. In length, yeah, you can check it out, like, two or three episodes ago. Uh, about how like Double Fine, how we feel about them using uh, Kickstarter a lot, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah, Psychonauts two got blended, which yeah, excluding remasters, excluding remasters, but yeah, right, yeah, but um, yeah, but Psychonauts two was the big thing they announced, and it's it, it required funding, and of course it got the funding because I knew, I mean, this only you knew it was going to get the funding because that's such that cult yeah. following. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, exactly. Yeah, but it's guys funding, mm-hmm. and it's guys funding, and they said. uh it's right now predicted for a fall 2018 release on PS4, PS4, Lord. Yeah, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that's like I love that it's in the fall. So then once it gets delayed, which it probably will, will be in 2019. 2019, yeah. Like, oh my lord. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's not that it's an excuse. And then I mean, what's the VR? Where's the VR coming into this? Well. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like this is coming out in 2018, but they've already announced that bef- they didn't give any exact release dates. But they said before then, you'll have a chance to also play Ooh, Psy- good. the original Psychonauts One is coming to PS4. Uh, no, as a PS2 classic, or as uh, a- presumably as a PS2 classic. I don't think they directly uh, okay. said it, but that's I mean, presumably. Um, so it's it going to be like a little bit sharper. But it's not, not going to be like the full. I mean, it'll be in HD, but, like, it's not going to be the HD treatment. Well, no, but, I mean, you can still play it. Yeah, I know. Still still play it, get the story, you can get trophies. Yeah, Um, it's probably that kind of game that maybe you would want in a PS2 classic instead of maybe a a full remaster job, because in order to do the full remaster job, Double Five will probably have to do it themselves, and then it wouldn't even take longer for Psychonauts to even come out. (laughs) Yeah. So that would, so, yeah, that would have... Yeah, and they said I have to take a small group of people to QA the trophies and QA everything else before it comes out. So that's much quicker than doing a full remaster. Yeah, because they said Psychonauts two, uh, the PS two classic, presumably is coming spring twenty sixteen. So it should be within the next couple of months. Or oh my gosh, see, I'm even throwing like less uh, uh, practical ideas of like if they did the Ratchet and Clank thing for Psychonauts one. <laughs> oh, so then, it can be, so then it can be more in line with Psychonauts 2 with however it would look like. Yeah, visually. Yeah, you know, but that's really wishful thinking. That's not, I mean, that's just, yeah, it's just thinking. Yeah, like you said, that would take a whole other development team more than <laughs> Psychonauts 2. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, no, we would have, if, um, if that was uh, something in the realm of possibility, where's the Kickstarter for that? Oh, yeah, I got Kickstarter for that. Double fire. Uh, but I'm very glad that people are now calling them out. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous, and Harmonix is getting close to that realm too. Um, I mean, they didn't do it for Rockman Four or anything like that. I mean, they did it with the Amplitude. Um, they did it with 
one other thing if I don't remember. Was it for Chroma? No. Chroma was a alpha thing. Which actually, by the way, that has been on hold. The PC uh, music shooter. Yeah. Uh, that's been put on hold, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows indefinitely. I mean, the uh, from what we've heard, the alpha was not really received well at all. Uh, unsur- unsurprisingly, in my opinion, since Harmonix is juggling all these things and uh, they're not turning out the best. Um, and uh, we'll see. I mean, at least for a double finds front, uh, Godspeed on Psychonauts 2. That's a while. Yeah. That's yeah, a while. It's a while coming 2018, but like I said before, then you got Psychonauts one coming as a PS2 classic, and yeah, you also that's have good. that's good news. Yeah, and, and you also have the you know, we were talking about that, you know, just that coming out. So that's good. We get we basically got our wish. So that's great. So really, no complaint there. I mean, we got to play the first one before we're even excited for the second one. I mean, I'm excited for the second one. Don't get me wrong. A double fine, like a full double fine, uh, re- possibly retail game, right? Yeah, uh, presumably. Yeah, you know, coming out. So you know, this is the first like full like highly budgeted game on the PlayStation 4. That's not a remaster or like a small game. I mean, Broken Age, you know, if you want to count that, but you know what I mean. Something yeah. Like, really, they, haven't put a, they haven't put out a AAA console game since Brutal Legend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I should have stated that. So, you know, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully people buy this and people should vote for the wallets, really, if they wanted this so bad. So, yep. we'll see. We'll see. What's next? But yeah, what's next? Uh, I'm trying to go into some small. There's one thing I'm going to I want to talk about because it was probably going to bring up a bigger topic, so I'm going to save that. Um, oh yeah, so last week we talked about how um, you know Infinity Ward put out a tweet for uh, you know teasing the next Call of Duty for 2016. Yeah, possible. Well, uh, yeah, possible. Possible, a possible tease, uh-huh. but yeah, a possible tease, but. Uh, Sledgehammer already started hiring for Call of Duty 2017. Mm, for 2017. Uh, got put yeah. out for him saying they're hiring people to work on the next Call of Duty and we're trying to achieve hyper realism, is their quote. Hyper realism. Wow. For the next okay. game. So, I mean, what, what were those job titles? I mean, anyone with experience with something in particular or what? Um, they're looking for like some top, top, top people. Let me see okay. what the actual. I mean, I'm just curious. What, I mean, what are those job titles? What are they looking for? Because uh, you know, with yeah, uh, looking for like I know this might be another news item, but uh, respawns, you know, third person game supposedly. You know, they hired people from uh, God of War three. Yeah, that uh, worked on God of War three. So I'm curious, maybe for well, they didn't. Well, they didn't hire anyone yet. They're the, the post. No, I know, but looking, I don't know they look for. Yeah, like they're looking for yeah. like. F- Special uh, lead uh, FXX artist, art direction, technical art director, lighting and design to create real-time effects with a focus on hyper-realism for a next Call of Duty game. That's interesting. Because, I mean, if anything, you know, Sledgehammer's game, next game will probably look fantastic. I mean, Advanced Warfare graphically was awesome, right? I yes. mean, you know, you play, yeah, I mean, it looks better than Black Ops 3. Yeah, it uh, does. Black Ops 3 was a little bit of a downgrade. For various reasons, you know, uh, Black Ops 3, you know, Basically, all its aspects were connected to online, right? So, you know, I mean, you know, even when you had to jump from Advanced Warfare single player to Advanced Warfare multiplayer, there was a downgrade. So, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, that every single aspect of Black Ops 3 was connected in some way yeah. with other people. And so, you know, the graphics had to be downgraded. 
Yeah, and based on the job descriptions, like I said, it's usually like technical stuff, so it sounds like the hyperrealism can be applied to like visuals. Like, like, visual. yeah, like an upgraded uh, game engine, which is exciting. Oh my, oh my god, if it makes Warfare look fantastic as the way it is, at least graphically, then oh, man. Because, you know, Advanced Warfare was really the one, you know, especially coming after Ghost, at least at least graphically, I'm not talking about the quality of the game, that just, it looked fantastic. You know, that was really, you know, something. And then, you know, you looked at the PS3 versions of those games, and it's just like, oh. And I fully believe, I would pray at least, that this is the, that this actually is the final year of the PS3 versions of Call of Duty. I still believe that this one is probably the last one. Uh, before probably Sledgehammer's next game is probably going to be next-gen only, which is ridiculous to say at this point, but this is kind of the unfortunate thing. So you but, think, oh yeah, so you're saying the, the Infinity War game will have a PS3 version? Probably. But I mean, Infinity War will be making it, of course, but I yeah. mean, probably some, um, which is our beloved uh, High Moon Studios, unfortunately, uh, wasting their time. Uh, what Was it High Moon Studios that did uh, Black Ops 3? Uh, I don't I'm not sure if they did Black Ops 3. I know they did the PS3 version of Advanced Warfare. I don't know who did the PS3 version of uh, Black Ops 3, though. Black Ops 3. Uh, the only state of this track. Uh, oh, Beanox and Mercenary Technology. Oh, yeah, Beanox. Yeah, Beanox did that. Yeah, Beanox. So, excuse uh, Well, who knows? I mean, even though uh, Hyman Studios is currently working on stuff, stuff, I mean, we don't know exactly stuff for Destiny. Uh, maybe they might be working on next as the. PS3 and Xbox 360 versions of Infinity Ward's uh, next game, which I'm yeah. still excited to see. Maybe. Anyways, uh, but wait, uh, what was the main thing about <laughs> Infinity War? Because that's what we're looking yeah. ahead here about Sledgehammer. But what was it about Infinity War? What? Oh. Oh, but you were. Oh, so that was the, the news thing that about. Yeah, the news was, I said, about last week, their, Infinity War was teasing their game, but. Sledgehammer, oh, Sledgehammer. Oh, okay. next call. Oh, I thought maybe an update about what Infinity War. No, no, no. The news item was that Sledgehammer okay. was already gearing up for Call of Duty 2017, hiring people and going for hyper realism, whatever that means. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you can go for hyper realism like in Call of Duty. In Call of Duty, especially if you're still doing the advanced future stuff, you know. If, I mean, if, I mean, you know, again, with these Call of Duty, like, introducing new series, leaving it, you know, on a cliffhanger, you know, like, especially when Advanced Warfare did spoilers for Advanced Warfare, like, oh, it's just the beginning. Uh, I mean, that's up in the air. Black Ops, I mean, Ghost 2 is looking more in the realm of possibility, you know, um, at least in my opinion, you know. Uh, I mean... I'm really not. I just don't know. I, I, really, so I, I think it pertains to the game engine, upgrades to the game engine, making it look more, even more realistic than it does. At yeah, least, you know, in terms of effects. I think it really pertains to the game engine a lot. That and more better destruction effects, you know, when you're shooting through walls and stuff. Yeah, something along those lines. You know, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, just general things, the game engine that would make it look like a leap if it wasn't Advanced Warfare 2. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm telling you, because that is the case, and it's going to need to make that jump, like from Call of Duty Modern Warfare to Modern Warfare Two, because that game had a pretty big graphical jump. Yeah, uh, I would just—I I just don't know if it will ever happen, but just you know, if they just go back and do like yeah, a World I mean, War II shooter. I mean, you know, we talked about that at length. You know how, how you know if I 
if anyone wants to be Call of Duty so the punch, you know, I talk about, you know, Medal of Honor, you know, doing, I mean, even though Medal of Honor is a very damaged uh, goods at this point, unless if you go back, uh, not do Iraq stuff, but, and then, you know, we ta- I talked about it like the Brothers of Arms, you know, I really have, you know, kind of a niching of that series again. Like, I miss that, like, even though I know that game, uh, a tactical kind of like first person shooter game, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, even though you have companions and all that stuff and like Call of Duty and all that, I mean, it's not like I could control them what to do, you know? I miss that shit, like, of being able to, like, do that a little bit, you know? Yeah. There's, like, really smart AI and stuff like that for that to work. That'd be really neat, you know? Like, a tactical kind of game. Yeah, but, and I mean, it's just one of those things, too, like, hyper-realism. And, like, so if they have, like, this great graphics engine, you apply it to, like, World 2 setting, like, you can make something really intense, you know? Oh yeah, no, especially with like the graphics engine that Sledgehammer themselves have, you know. Mm-hmm. But I question about if that were to happen, if if Sledgehammer kind of has it in them to make a game like that. Uh, I mean, granted, Advanced Warfare wasn't really well received in the the multiplayer front, and I personally didn't like the multiplayer that much either. Uh, zombies was fun and it was not that great either the waves survival mode was the same for Marvel Warfare 3 campaign was fine I mean it was good it was enjoyable you know it was quick uh, nothing really too meaty about it you know I just question uh, what they have in them to make a game like that uh, you know if anybody I we presumed it was Treyarch but that wasn't the case <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, you know, their turn is very far away from now. Now, because Black Ops Three just came out last year, so yeah, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen next year. But I think somebody's going to go back to World Two soon because next year, like next year, supposedly Christopher Nolan's next film is a World Two film, and <laughs> so we'll be at the height of it. Yeah, like that. I mean, well, his name's attached to it, so it's going to be a big thing that a lot of people are going to go see just because he made it. So. Like if if he makes a big World War Two film again, that can bring like more interest back to that era, you know. And yeah, film is a to, good way for people to get back into things. Yeah, it will lead to some developers saying, "Yeah, you know, well, let's make a World War Two shooter because they haven't made one of those in a while." And I mean, whether it's Call of Duty, I doubt it because you know they have fixed cycles of like what they want to make, you know. Yeah. Uh, but if it is some other smaller developer or something, kind of going, "Yeah, let's do that," you know, and. Like you said, maybe they do another uh, Brothers in Arms or another Medal of Honor or some other new thing, like just War World Two, right? So I don't know. I, I could see it coming back at some point. Yeah, I agree. Yep. But yeah, there's that. So, let's see what else. Um. But yeah. But anyway, yeah. Going to oh, got some superhero stuff. So we got couple things let's, let's look at this so so here's a game that hasn't been talked about in a while but because um, this is this is something i kind of forgot happened and now it's taking effect but um dc universe online is getting a lot of updates yes they are dc universe online who can forget dc universe online yeah see this is something i forgot that you know sony online entertainment made this game. You used to. Used to. Used to, but then they got bought out by another uh, developer or something. So, uh, I kind of forgot that this happened. So, now all the changes are coming into effect. Um, One thing that's pretty neat is yeah, it's been five years. Five years since this game came out. Yeah. Already. 
I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> it's been five years, and part of the thing is that they're going to allow cross-play between PC and PS4. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So now you can uh, play online and stuff. Um, what's, what's PC people? <laughs> yeah. It's neat. It's neat. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, it's Daybreak uh, Game Company. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, Daybreak. It's just, just doing this now because they bought out Sony Online Entertainment. And uh, it says, taking full advantage of the film, it says, uh, it says, we'll integrate, this says, they will game walls integrate characters from CW's third live action show, Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. We featured in the MMO. And so we'll be able to play my discount Ant-Man and Iron Man on there. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm not a hater of DC, uh, CW, but hey, we all, I'm, I'm calling out Adam here. Yeah, because that's, that's what it says here. It says you can look forward to characters such as Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Adam, Captain Cold, and Heatwave featured later in 2016. <coughs> and cool. it says we'll double down Superman content, including characters associated with the last son of Krypton. It's in capital letters. I don't know if they're referring to Superman himself or as a story. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Daybreak Studios kind of has some PR issues. They were having some trouble with their math when they were doing the, uh, like, uh, Oh, it's like the fifth anniversary, you know, and they were like uh, giving player stats, and like their stuff wasn't equaling out right. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, the game is also finally coming to Xbox One after. Yeah, five not years. PlayStation. Like, yeah, it's coming also to Xbox One. Yeah, it's coming to Xbox One. Free, I guess. Free to play. Free to play. Check it out. It's cool. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I never got into it because like. Oh, no. Like, I was really excited for when they announced it. Like, oh, yeah, it's an MMO. You make your own superhero. You can name them, give them powers, and do all that cool stuff and play online. Like, yeah, that sounds really cool. But there was a couple of problems with it. One, you had to pay the mo- – well, when it first launched, you had to pay the monthly fee. And I was like – I didn't oh, want- oh, back then when it was uh, subscription-based. Yeah, subscription-based. And I, I didn't want any of that. I was like, nope, I am not paying to play this, all right? I'm not paying a monthly subscription for this. So that, that was eternal private. <laughs> You're not a fan of the monthly subscriptions for games. Nope. <laughs> not at all. So I was like, nope, I'm not paying that thing. And then after about a year, they switched it to free-to-play. I'm like, that's cool. But yeah, then so you have to, knew it wasn't doing the greatest. Yeah, but you have to download it all. And the download was like over 20 gigs. And this was on my PS3. And I was like, oh, I don't see Three that. days. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't want to download over 20 gigs to my PS3. And then so I didn't want to download it. And I... And I was really confused on how, like, it worked after it went free-to-play. Because, like, how do you earn trophies? Can you just buy anything <laughs> in the game? Or do you have to... If you buy even one microtransaction, do you have the trophies now? Or do you have to pay the monthly subscription to get trophies? Like, I was really confused on how the trophies worked. Well, I mean, because, you know, the trophies were activated even when you played the game, you know? No, but they were saying something about how, like, the trophies are locked unless you pay for something. That's what they said. You pay for something. Like, pay for what? Do I buy one item? Or do I get trophies? <laughs> because there are so or, many items. Or do I have to, like, be a subscriber? Because they still had a description option, maybe, like, a pro player or whatever they called it. Mm. So, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know how trophies worked, like, in this new free-to-play version. Because this was, like, a first, at the time, it was a first, like, a big free-to-play thing on PlayStation, so they didn't really kind of know what to do with it as far as the trophies and everything. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's why I never got into it, so I don't know how it's... I don't know. I, I mean, MMOs, I mean, they're not my thing. You know, I haven't even played Elder Scrolls Online or 
anything like that. Uh, I was like convinced for like a short period of time that like one of the Watchmen characters is the DC Universe Online, but I think that might have been like something fake or something. Sorry, uh, <laughs> character somebody made and they- yeah, or, like something that was like fake or like photoshopped or something to make it look like. Because I swear to God, I could have sworn I saw Rorschach. <laughs> it's something like that. That would have been fantastic, though. I think you would have hopped on the game if there was some Watchmen stuff. Watchmen stuff, man. Dude, like, imagine that it's like a Watchmen pack or something like that, or an expansion. Yeah. You would get, you would get on that. Get on it, man. But I don't know. That platinum, I don't know why you're so concerned about the trophies, anyways. So platinum takes an asinine amount of time to even get. There's only eight trophies in the game, but, <laughs> but it takes forever. Forever to get them. Dude, I think it said on the realm of like 150 to 200 hours. Yeah, but I still, still, any time I put into it, I want to know it's going towards something. You know, like an end goal. Which yeah, and the trophy. fact that you only have eight trophies sucks. So on average, if it, you were, if it takes about two hundred hours to get platinum, you would only get a trophy like every like <laughs> what twenty five, no, like thirty hours. <laughs> That's just weird. Yeah. Um. But I'm glad DC Universe Online has been up for as long as it has. And, you know, it's doing well, obviously, if it's being put into other systems. Now, I have a question. Where's my Wii U version? <laughs> I mean, it's just now coming to Xbox. So. <laughs> I don't know. People like playing that Splatoon, at least. So, uh, it's DC Universe Online. Yeah. Just kidding. Never coming to Wii U. We'll see. Sorry, will you? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway. Speaking of superhero games. Uh, oh, boy. We're talking about more of an arc of night. <laughs> no. Okay, good. No. Speaking of superhero games, uh, it was announced this past week that Lego uh, Marvel's The Avengers yeah. is getting free uh, PlayStation exclusive DLC. Like character packs? Yeah. Oh. And now they're exclusive in the sense that I think it's limited time exclusive on PlayStation and while they're on PlayStation, they're free. Free to download. So like redeem it. Yeah, redeem them. So even the when first, you don't have the game. If you yeah, if you, if you don't have the game. Or if you'll get it later. Yeah, exactly. If you don't have the game, go redeem it anyway, because it's gonna be free during a certain time period, and then you have to pay for it afterwards. And there's some good content. Uh, the first pack will be a Civil War character pack. Oh, kick-ass. That's cool. Will be available at launch. Includes nine characters, including Captain America, uh, Mark 46 Iron Man, Black Panther, Winter Ooh. Soldier, Falcon, War Machine, Scarlet Witch, Crossbones, and Agent 13. And they're all Civil War. Fine, yes, so. they're all their movie versions. So like, yeah, so the like Captain America Civil War costume, not just regular Captain America. Yeah. Get your Black Panther so, movies. So, like, it'll kind of have, like, the, somewhat of the feather things going on. Mm-hmm. That'd be... Oh, that's gonna be so cool. No Spider-Man, though. No Spider-Man, though. But, but Spider-Man will be in the game. Spider-Man will be in the game, yes. But it's gonna be, like, some generic... It's not generic, but it's just gonna be, like, the typical Spider-Man we know. Regular Spider-Man, yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, you get your Black Panther, get your uh, Winter Soldier, you get Scarlet Witch in there. Hopefully, maybe we could get, like, a spectacular Spider-Man costume with Spider-Man in, the, in this Lego game. Wait, who can, Who knows? Maybe we'll already get our spectacular Spider-Man. Mm. Mm, let's see. But that's the first pack will be free. And the second, this next pack will also be free. This is a Ant-Man movie level pack. Oh, cool. Yeah. So not only do you get 11 characters, but you also get a level to play from the movie. 
That's cool. Characters included in this pack include the Scott Lang Ant-Man, the Hank Pym Ant-Man. Ooh. You get to play as Anthony, the flying ant. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Casey Lang. Giant pet ant? Oh. Anthony. Uh, Casey Lang, Darren Cross, Scott Lang, Hank Pym, Hope Van Dyne, Lewis. You get to play as Lewis. <laughs> I got the car, though. Yeah. Do <laughs> you have his van? Oh, yeah, the uh, van. Yeah, the van. You got the van, man. You got the van, though. <laughs> the Wasp and Yellow Jacket. That's a very interesting selection of characters. Well, of course, they have to cover, you know, the main cast, but uh, it's neat. <laughs> it's neat. <laughs> it's kind of a shame that he's kind of pushed his DLC, but it's fine, I guess. It's just free. I thought you would have been in the main game, but I, I know it's free. It's just I'm wondering, you know, why maybe not in the main game, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And they also teased that there's more content to come in the season pass. Yes, Lego Avengers getting a season pass. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, season passes have been prevalent in the Lego games ever since Lego Batman 3. Yeah, and they've teased, uh, they said they said content included in the season pass will include classic comic book uh, stuff and stuff from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I mean, I'm going to flip my shit if it was that in the actual game, but I mean, now we're going to have to go get the season pass or kill it. Well, I think they said that some characters from Agent Shield will pop up in the game, but I guess this pack will like include levels like from the show. Thank God they're in there. Thank goodness I'm, I'm not getting some statement where it's going to be uh, totally off to have them in there. Good. Oh, yeah. Like Daredevil. It's like Daredevil's in the game, but he's not in his Netflix suit because it's, you know, the, it, the tone. It would encourage kids to go on their Netflix uh, app on the PlayStation 4 and go watch it, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Dude, you ever seen, they got this game, they got this, like, iPhone game called, like, I forget what it's called, Marvel. Yeah, the Marvel, yeah, that Marvel, that one Marvel mobile game or whatever. Like Clash of Heroes or something like that? Yeah, it's similar like, to something like that. Yeah, yeah but you ever seen the commercial for it? It's really weird, the commercial, because in the commercial, they show they show all these Marvel characters fighting each other. And like it's really weird. Like some Good of the characters, no, some of the characters are in their movie suits and some aren't. Like Daredevil, they show Daredevil in his Netflix suit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, fighting. whenever they advertise, whenever yeah, Jessica Jones is in her Jessica Jones attire and stuff. Like yeah, that, you know? but like no, but it's weird. Like they show they show Netflix Daredevil fighting Elektra, who's straight out of the comics. But while they're fighting, you can see the movie Ant Man on top of Daredevil's stick, mm. and then. Then it cuts to another thing where a movie Rocket Raccoon is fighting Hulk or what? Oh, no. Movie Rocket Raccoon is fighting a comic book Hulk. Uh, no, comic book Thor, sorry. And in the background, there's a comic book Gamora fighting some other thing. And I'm like, why is it so mixed? Why are half of these characters their movie versions and half just their comic book versions? When they have the rights to it, you know, and uh, it's ridiculous. I don't know. That's weird. But, I mean, that is an example of them at least promoting the Netflix Daredevil with the movie characters and some of the comic characters, you know. Yeah, that kind of excuse that it's, that game's geared towards kids. It seems more for teens, I guess. I guess. Anything. Because uh, uh, I guess somewhat they have their reasons, at least in the Lego games, to not have their Netflix likeliness. But it's whatever. But, I mean, I mean the dual costume made an appearance in the Netflix series. So, I mean, technically you kind of have. Jessica Jones. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then of course, uh, yeah, the Lego games developed by TT, not not Traveler's Tales, no, which is TT. TT games. No, I bring that up because uh, I recently played the other day. Um, I played uh, 
Toy Story 2, the game, the PS1 classic. Oh, my God. So I was playing this game on my on my Vita. <laughs> and, like, it was really weird because back in the PS1 era, like, so many games were developed by, like, three different studios, which doesn't happen. Yes, they were. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't really happen anymore. Not too often. I mean, it happens, but not too Every often. once in a while. But, like, this is like this is weird. Like, the Activision logo comes up. Yeah. Then the Disney Interactive logo comes up. Then Traveler Tales logo comes up. And then the game plays, and I'm like, "Wow, there's a lot of a lot of logos on this." It's kind of like kind of like when you play Crash Bandicoot. The the Sony logo comes up, the Universal Interactive logo comes up, the Naughty Dog logo comes up, and then there's the game. Well, I mean, Naughty Dog developed it. You know, I guess it's just publishers. Yeah, the publishers, but like you don't see that too often nowadays. And or then, like, like multiple publishers in the game. Mm-hmm. If there were multiple publishers, it would just be for international sake. But yeah, and then like. It's weird because now, because now, Traveler Sales isn't even show, associated with Activision anymore. They're owned by Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brother Games, or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Activision needs another gritty little hands on another, another uh, very. I mean, the Lego games sell so well. You know, it's not like Activision needs another one. Yeah, they even though they just make them besides. So as we talked about this, they wouldn't even develop anything. They just assign them to some other big franchise they own. Yeah, good point. So. And plus, they wouldn't even allow them probably to do any Weather Brothers stuff, probably. Yeah. So, but, um, that's a big thing. But yeah, playing but playing that game and seeing the old Travis Shales logo, like, that was an awesome logo. Yeah. Like, it was... Yeah, CT1 is just very boring. Yeah, I know, right? Like, very the Travelers... Boring. Traveler's logo is so awesome. Like you got that raccoon with the little thing yeah. over his shoulder, and then like the moon, and then that awesome, that awesome theme music that plays as it's going. <laughs> like it's so, it's such a cool, awesome logo, and then just they just threw it away. I don't know why. It just it was so good. Yeah, the way it looked before. Yeah, it just that I mean, was it looked really neat. Yeah, but they took it out once you know after like the Star Wars one. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it does. It does look really neat. Like I don't know what it's associated. I mean, okay, obviously it's associated with Traveler's Tales, but it's associated with one of the games they made before or something. Is that why maybe it had to be taken out? Or hey, at least keep the music. It? Music was so good during that thing too. I don't know. It's so boring that you see like in every one of their games, they always try to like make it somewhat more exciting and just like Legoize it or something, like play around with it because the new logo is so boring. Yeah, just TT now. I like the old Travertoes logo. The record yeah, music is Oh, yeah, me too. It brings it back memories. Mm hmm. Great logo. Of like Crash Bandicoot Rather Cortex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, only, uh, the, the black sheep of the Crash Bandicoot games. Is that an appropriate term? Uh, I guess so. No, you're thinking more like worse. Oh wait, the Wrath of Cortex, the PS2 one, the yeah, first the one, yeah, the, the Konami one. one. I mean, yeah, it's the Black Sheep of the Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, like I they mean, tried, to, they, they tried to keep it in the original format as the old games, but it was yeah, they did. But had an asinine loading time. Yeah, the loading times were just ridiculous. I couldn't even play that game because loading was so terrible. <laughs> I beat it, but must took you a while. <laughs> I I beat it in a, in a weekend rental. I remember a weekend rental. Yeah, must have, <laughs> must have been making sandwiches between levels. I just remember a lot of sitting. Yeah, it was a lot of sitting and a lot of waiting. No, I don't know what must have took that game so long to load. It's not like it was a graphically advanced game even for its time. Well, I mean, it was a good looking game for its time. I guess. 
<laughs> I like it. I, I don't like that. That's a good. It was a fine game. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Move on to some nostalgia for a little bit. Yeah, the nostalgia moments. But uh, anyway, yeah. Moving on. Other news. So um, yeah. The, okay. So the game Firewatch is coming soon. Coming next month. Yeah, fantastic. It looks great. Uh, in a recent interview with the game director, he said that. Uh, they have no plans to do any post-launch DLC for uh, Firewatch. Okay. I mean, Firewatch seems like the one and done game. Yeah, I don't imagine DLC. Yeah, works. yeah. I mean, that's what he said. He said that the game contains an entire story that they want to tell. I wonder what's up with all these news stories this week of things that I don't even come across to think about, and like thus, I guess maybe they want to get like pres- uh, presumptions out of the way. Yeah. I don't know. And he was talking about, he's kind of go further on saying that the whole story they want to tell is in the game. They don't feel like they need to really expand on anything. And they said he compares the game to a TV miniseries, um, oh. saying that the story will last you uh, somewhere between five to six hours on average. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just expected. I don't think people should flip over that. Yeah. And they said they don't have any, like, it's weird. And then he said there's no, like, um, there's no, like, puzzles in the game. It's more like exploring, just experiencing it, you know? And uh, going through, it says won't have a good versus bad ending. It's to be organic experience. So I'm like, okay. An organic experience. I like organic experience. Yeah, organic, of, man. Organic, man. Is this game organic? When you go to buy it from the GameStop, is this game organic? I want the organic. I want the, no. I want that stoner guy from the movie Cars. <laughs> Oh man, every third life longer than the last. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. Like I said, the game's coming February 9th. Um, yeah, it looks really neat. Like I said, like we like the story-driven stuff, and um, oh yeah, five six hours looks great. Uh, which this this game's going to bring me up to another topic, which we might close out the show because I don't know how long we want to talk about it. Um, because we already had the fifty minute mark. Oh no. Oh, uh, I'm in the dark. In the dark, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, like I said, this is a first-person story adventure game. Adventure, yeah, adventure game. Uh, kind of reminds me of a certain game I played this week that I want to talk about. Oh boy! So, this week I finally played Gone Home. Oh, you finally played Gone Home? Yes, yeah, Gone Home launched this week on PS4 and Xbox this One. Did and Xbox One on basically uh, consoles. Yeah, that's what it's called. Like when, you load, like when you load it, it says Gone Home Console Edition. Yeah, how's Gone Home? Did you beat it already? Oh, yeah, I beat it in one sitting. You can beat the game in like... Oh. There's a trophy, in the, there's a, there's a trophy in the game for beating the game in under 60 seconds. Oh. Yeah. Uh, how much is it? <laughs> <laughs> the game's $20. Oh. And you can beat it. Well, around the same time, I was complaining about the order. Well, here's the thing about this game, though. Gone home. Like, I know that throws a lot of people off when they read that trophy. But here's the thing: if you're playing it for the first time and you, you're not going to be in seconds. You're not going to be in sixty seconds. Okay. The only way you can beat in sixty seconds is if you use a guide right off the bat, or you've played it and you know what's up. Because now that I've beat the game, I can see how you can beat in sixty seconds if you know exactly what to do. This is pretty ridiculous. For what? Like how you beat it in sixty seconds? Yeah, like it's 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 going to require some movement because it's like because uh, let me well let me talk about Gone Home a bit, like the way it is. Oh, I'm sitting in about Gone Home. 
Yeah, so here's the thing about Gone Home. So right when so here's the thing, right when I finished on Gone Home, my first reaction was, Wow, this is so overrated. I can't believe this shit. <laughs> um because I mean Gone Home has been hyped here's the thing, but here's the problem with Gone Home. It was so hyped up because it's been on PC for a year now. More than that. More than that. Yeah. I mean wasn't Gone Home released in twenty thirteen? I don't know. I remember being nominated for the game of the year last year. Oh, I felt longer than that. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, the game was released in 2013. Something like that. I don't know. But the game was available on PC for... Okay, whatever. The game was on PC for a while. And it was nominated for Game of the Year and all that. And everybody kept talking about how awesome it is and the, the narrative and all that. And I was just kind of like... And everybody was like, yeah, the game's not what you think. It's really cool. And I'm like, all right. So I played it. And the game's not bad. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, we talked about this expectations going into it, you know? Yeah. And what Gone Home does really great is the atmosphere. The atmosphere is great. But it's kind of undermined a bit because here's the thing. Like, like IGN, like IGN was the one website that really hyped up Gone Home when it first came out on PC. Gone Home. And what, Gone Home was one of the things where, like, when it just launched on PC and no one really sure what it was. So that's what made it so it's a big thing, too, because no one really knew what it was. And they just played it on PC. And it was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know, because it wasn't what I was expecting. And that was kind of the thing. Like, with with IGN, they were hyping up and talking about it. And they were talking about, like, yeah, Gone Home's not what you think. You know, you think it's a horror game, but it's not. And I'm like, okay. And I played it, and I realized that that kind of is the twist of the game, is that it's not a horror game. You know? So, I already know what it is. Yeah, because, like, that was the thing. Like, I think, like, no spoilers, but we're just going to let you know that it's not a horror game. I'm like, oh. And, like, that pretty much is a, the spoiler like that is the thing of the game is that the game fully expects you to think it's a horror game as you're playing it that uh, oh well maybe as you're playing it because i guess you know maybe you had to be in the time of when it came out to know what exactly Yeah, you had to play this like right when it came out and not hear a single word from anybody um but like even just knowing that's not a horror game it's kind of a spoiler because the game presents itself as a horror game. Like you're going through this empty house. Every room you open, the light is off. You have to find the light switch and turn it on. So every time you think something what? scary is going to happen, it doesn't. And then yeah. this other story starts developing and you kind of realize, oh, okay, that's cool. So, so yeah, that was one thing I was disappointed with because it was just kind of like, that is essentially the spoiler. Sorry, I know it sounds like I'm spoiling it too, but... Well, I mean, it's already been paced. Yeah, I mean, you've probably heard this by now. I'm not the first person to probably tell you that, hey, Gone Home's not a horror game. Because that's all I'm saying too. It's like, it's not a horror game. But that is like basically the main twist of the game is that it isn't a horror game. Well, you know? it's a first-person interactive storytelling adventure video game. So like, even when you look it up on Wikipedia, it's going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so... But it doesn't that say is, horror, survival horror, adventure Yeah, game. and I mean, it's that just, is, like I said, that is it. Like, that is basically the twist is that they expect you to play it thinking it's a horror game and it's not and most people know that now going into it so now you're kind of like not expecting any horror and then the horror doesn't show up and you start just you know taking in the story and the story is telling you it's really great and just the context of it is just amazing like just the way items in the house tie into the story and you can just kind of like see it play in front of you without having to actually like see any you know like you're not seeing cutscenes, you're just seeing it through context of the house mm-hmm. um and that's really great and amazing um but like I said, the overall experience is taking out a bit, you know, since it's been so long. It's just been too long since Gone Home's come out for it to really make an impact on console now. 
Um, oh yeah, exactly. Oh, because it took so long. Once it, you know, when they had the trouble with uh, Majes- good old Majesco Entertainment, which I don't even know why they even partnered with them on this, um, because it took so long. They should have went with a different partner. Better yet, Sony Computer Entertainment. They should have went with them. Yeah. Um, even though they could have made a deal where it was also on Xbox One, not just on PlayStation Four, because I would like that game also to be on Xbox One, but it is anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yes, this is definitely one of the indie games to take a hit that yes it had a huge impact on pc for its time it just took so long to get on consoles so even when it comes on consoles the um, the, the way that console gamers are going to perceive this game isn't going to be as high as what was on pc at one point at one point yeah um, because i'm sure even pc players are maybe fed up with maybe how well received gone home is but you know what i mean just the fever pitch is well gone mm-hmm. um, yeah i mean like i said Gone Home's not a bad game because, like I said, like I said, the moment I finished it, because it took me about like two hours to finish it, mm-hmm. um, I was initially disappointed when I finished it. But then I started really thinking about it, the story and the context. The story is complex, at least. Yeah, the story is really great, and the context, the way it works with the environment, how you ex- how you like examine things is great, and just the attention to detail and it's great. It's just, like I said, it was just my expectations were kind of high and I had to like really adjust my expectations and compare it after finishing the game. And I appreciate it a bit more now, you know, than when I initially uh, finished it. Um, but it's a game where like, if you, cause I mean, well, if you listen to this, I've already kind of told you, you know, it's not a horror game. So you I don't know. know is, that, are people expecting like last of or something. I, I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. It's, a, it's a it's a it's a story based game. You know, it's I mean, well, it's a story game, story. and I mean, it's a it's great a story. story it's an interactive first person adventure game. It's not exactly. anything exactly. more or anything less than that. But like I said, I've spent the last year or so listening to like IGN or something, kind of go on about how like, Gone Home is amazing. It's like this new like next thing in like narrative and. You know, well, it kind of is. I mean, once that game launched, you had a bunch of other games in that genre, at least. Nothing similar, but in that yeah. genre, at least, release. And so, it up, like, so for its time, it was an influential game in a way. But yeah. And then and they kind of hyped up the ending, too. Like, oh, man, the ending's great. I'm like, I got to the ending. The ending's just the ending. Like, I was expecting was more it? of a gut punch ending, but it, that it didn't happen that, either. Yeah. And I already, see, I already, I mean, not that I had it spoiled for me, but I can already get an idea of what it is. Like but it was, I think that but, kind of like I think that was part of the game too. Was like I said, the game you're supposed to go into it not knowing anything at all. Like I said, you're supposed to go into it kind of thing. It's a horror game, and I think what's also really great about it though, I think it too knew that the player would go into it think it's a horror game, or they would go into it trying to figure out what's up, and like the player would actually come up with worse endings than the game is. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of like trying to make you feel almost like a bad person. Like you thought this was going to happen? No, no, you, you no. What's wrong with you? You know, like what's wrong, with you? what's wrong with you? You know, and it's like that's like I think that's what they were trying to go for. Like they wanted the player to think of all these terrible things and terrible endings that could happen here. And then when you finally get to the ending, you're like, oh, I didn't think of that one. You know, but it's not what I was thinking. You know, yeah. And then when there was at one point when probably has nothing really to do with when the game was withdrawn from one showing at PAX uh, for some reason. I think it was because of their like stance on, on uh, sexism issues and uh, gay rights and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, people were kind of wondering about that, too, as they were playing it. And yeah, because that's, yeah, that's the funny thing. Like so, I said, it could take you about 
two hours to play through it. So, like, you can play this as a movie. In a way, yeah. You know, yeah, if you do it at PAX or something, you got one guy just playing it and he's projecting it out. Like, you could be like, yes, I beat it. Beat it, I finished but, it. He's but playing they it. Took out, they took the game away from PAX, though. But, mm. uh, boy, they chose themselves to take it away, uh, kind of as a, as a message to PAX. But, yeah. Uh, but so then yeah, so, already getting ideas in their heads, like why on this specific issue of gay rights and sexism, which you know it's it's still bad um, for whatever Pax did. Um, why would they do that when you had some of the other games just stay put? So you know, thoughts about that were going on in people's heads, I guess, when they were playing it. But see, like I don't expect like a big twist anymore as when I'll play it because it's already kind of ingrained of like where it's gonna go. I don't know, um, but I kind of have an idea. I will say it. Yeah, that's how I was going into it. Where it's like I never had it like spelled out for me, like what happens in the game, but like just based on the way people talk about it, I kind of like you said, like had an idea of what it is going into it. Oh yeah, it's like the most like freaking. It's like if you were like so excited about Last of Us or like another highly critically acclaimed game, but thus you like freaking just spoiled it for everybody. Like back then. When the Sixth Sense came out, you had just told everybody about the twist in that pre-internet age. Yeah. So it's like, what was... But I mean, there's not... I mean, the thing with Gone Home is like, I don't want to go... I don't... Um, I mean, I'm pretty much spoiling it for, these, for people listening anyway. But I mean, <laughs> it really isn't like a big twist in the game. It's just there's an element to the game that a lot of people that have already heard before playing the game. There's an element to the game. And it turns out that element is basically the whole game. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, a part of the game. Like, oh, this part of the game deals with this. And I'm like, oh. But then you play, and you're like, no, that is the entire game. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. So I kind of already have an idea what this game's about. So it's really weird. And, like I said, I still recommend people play Gone Home. It's just one of those things where, like, this game is either going to get a big discount soon, or I it's going to so. be free. Free for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, free for PlayStation Plus. So, yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not for it. No. Yeah, I just I just buckled down and bought it because this is a game I heard so much about. And I'm like, no, I just want to play this. So. Oh yeah, I know. It was, I, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I had uh, times when indie games like, oh, now Fez is out and all these other things, and I love Fez still. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I paid the twenty dollars, and I was just kind of like, eh. But you know, right when I finished, I was like, ah, I paid twenty dollars for this, and like, let them think about it more. I, I appreciate it more. Just trying to compare it to my expectations and. Like I yeah. said, I do recommend you play it. It's not like I'm telling you, oh, this game's crap, don't go play it. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if you're willing to wait a little longer, I'm pretty sure it's going to either get a big discount or um, be free on PlayStation Plus soon. Yeah. Uh, speaking of discounts, you know, there's a PS Essential sale, just a little tidbit there, so people can go check that out. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto games are on sale. Yeah, those PS2 classics are already on sale. <laughs> yeah, one that I bought... <laughs> I uh, could have gotten the whole trilogy for just $2 extra for the price of one regular one. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to think about it. But, I mean, I'm at school, so I'm probably not going to buy it because I don't have time to play it. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. But, yeah, I got Home's an important game, even from my outside. I mean, it influenced, like, other, you know, um, I'm not going to say walking similar. I'm just going to say interactive storytelling games like, you know, Vanishing and Ethan Carter and everybody's going to the Rapture. So, even though everybody's gone to the Rapture was in development for a long time, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's an important game. Yeah. 
Uh, probably will have more games like it later. I mean, obviously, you know, Fulbright's next game. Tacoma. Tacoma. It looks neat. Yeah. Um, maybe it will probably have more substance to it than Gone Home. More to no, it. Gone Home has a lot of substance to it. Just not a lot of, like, gameplay uh, stuff. Yeah, I agree. Like well, well, gonna... You know what I mean. Well, whatever Gone Home is lacking in your mind, that it will have more in Tacoma, I think. Because, you know, it's their second game. Yeah. We'll see. And then Tacoma's going to have the VR support, or is it the other one I'm thinking? That's, you mean the one with, like, where it's Gravity the Game? Gravity the Game? Oh, that's a drip. No, that's, yeah, that's a drip. That's not Tacoma. Tacoma's the Bioshocky kind of looking. Two space first-person shooters. Oh, boy. Well, it's going to be neat. I, I like Tacoma's premise. Yeah. Uh, it seems really neat. So I think I think it'll have more than maybe what you think maybe Gone Home Blacks. You know what? I think it will. I think uh, uh, Tacoma yeah, will. I, yeah. I, I think the only thing Gone Home was missing ultimately was just one more like gut punch before the game ends. Mm. And it was just missing that. And just kind of like the game's just kind of done after you start experiencing it and you kind of realize this is this is it i mean what's here is good but i just wanted maybe a bit more like either make it longer or just have one extra like little like like a uh, twist at the end or something and it's just kind of like no no this is it and i'm like okay so so that's yeah but uh yeah we yeah like i said i want to talk about i wanted to talk about going home because it's, it's something i brought up you know, a couple episodes ago, you know, that it was a big PC game. It's finally coming to console. Now it's here and I oh, played yeah. it and I kind of just wanted to give my impressions of it. Um, especially after, you know, it's been so long since the PC version came out. Oh, well, I mean, at least it was entirely one-sided because, you know, this game was discussed about so much that I've already kind of have an idea already. So it's not like completely I'm in the dark. Yeah, you kind of get what I'm saying without even having played it. Yeah, exactly. And like... Uh, I mean, we're not, we're not, it's not a spoiler cast. Everything I've said, you've probably already heard from someone else. Okay, I'm not telling you anything new. Yeah, and hopefully I haven't either, but I mean, I don't think I have. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, looking into next week, hopefully maybe we hear some more stuff uh, for uh, our Band Force January updates. It's pretty big. Uh, soon, because we only have a couple weeks left in January. Yeah, you haven't noticed. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, it's gonna it's gonna deal with an issue. Uh, one of its big issues that's gonna be fixing is the audio mix of the game. Uh, kind of upon noticing playing the game like downstairs in a sound system, the game actually does really lack a lot of bass. The bass, you gotta get that bass. Uh, so they will be addressing that and completely redoing the audio mix for the game. So, like, when you play individual instruments, even though I know a lot of people will be doing that, maybe, that you'll be able to hear your instrument better. Yeah. And there'll be more bass in general. Oh, that bass. But, yeah, until that update is out, we'll talk about it. But yeah. it's just one big thing. Because Harmonix did an AMA on Reddit, and Harmonix has had some qualms this week with some layoffs of employees, and uh, Harmonix is just being Harmonix and just being really weird um, in general. So I don't know. So yeah. we'll see. We'll talk about more of them now. I'm pretty sure probably. Mm. I'm pretty sure our friends now at Living Room Clutter are going to cover that. 
soon. Oh yeah, they, yeah, that probably will as well. But we'll we'll give some perspective on it a little bit because not too often that I can be on there. I think because I've been pretty uh, Wednesday's pretty busy. Yeah, but yeah, so but yeah, we're mm, ten minutes over the hour mark, so I guess time for wrap up. I covered right. what I wanted to news wise and uh, a topic. I wanted to cover Gone Home since that was the new game this week. Uh, so will be title. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that. Um, so yeah, I got. I guess with that, this has been the PSBS, the Playstation Bulletin Podcast, Episode Forty Seven. I'm your host, Co TPS and Bye Boys. So my coach here is. Andrew Arenas, double list. Everyone have a good week. Um, enjoy maybe coming back to school on a new year, on the new year, and work, whatever you do. Going but going back to school and playing Gone Home, it's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> just, 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 just stay safe. Stay safe, yeah. Stay safe, and, uh, I don't know. Um, have fun. Live life. Have your fun, you know. Uh, have fun. Have fun, but be safe. Wait, what was know? that? I heard a do do Oh, that wasn't me. Was that my phone? Maybe. Oh, no, I hope not. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. All right, yeah. Uh, yep, this has been the PSPS, and hopefully we'll uh, see you guys next week.